0: Okay, Kevin, who are you and what do you do?
1: Okay, thanks. Uh, my name's Kevin. I am a PhD student in philosophy and a part-time lecturer at the University of Leeds. Great. So
0: just tell us, and you're a father of two? Father of two, yeah. That's that, That's an important <laughs> detail, isn't it? <laughs> um, so just tell us how, when, why did you become a Christian?
1: Okay, um, I think probably like quite a few of you, I imagine, here. When I was a teenager, I wrestled a lot with questions about whether God existed and what-have-you and and I think probably about the age of 15 or 16 I came to the conclusion that no he probably didn't and I could have a much more fun life if he didn't as well um, and so that was precisely what I went on to do have a fairly fun life um, I smoked a lot I drank a lot slept around um, got into drugs um, in, in a limited but significant way um, <clears throat> Sorry, And and kind of lived like that, seemingly quite happy with with myself, until I was about 21, um, when I had, I think, what might best be described as a crisis in the (coughs) contraception department. Um, And uh, I was sleeping with somebody who I think I probably described as a friend with benefits at the time. Um, I liked her, but I had no intention of having children with her or living with her. And that evening, I prayed in a way that I didn't think an atheist was capable. Mm. Um, And I think as a a result of that, over the next few weeks and months, I had to confront the fact that at some deep level, I believed in God. Mm. There was some some point at which I was going to clutch at any straw, and God was there as that straw went for. But I think partly because of where i would come from, i had done a bachelor's degree in philosophy here at Leeds, And I kind of had a very universalist impression that all paths led to God and that it was purely because I was born and brought up in the UK that I was going to be a Christian. Had I been born in India, I'd be a Hindu, Nepal, I'd be a Buddhist, etc., etc. So I started looking into Christianity a little bit more, and then about a year after this incident, uh, I found myself on an alpha course, which is essentially the same thing as intro, very similar. And I was confronted by a lot of the same information we've been talking about over the last few weeks, and particularly what we're going to be talking about tonight. And it just, it just hit me between the eyes that there was only one way to God, uh, and that was through Jesus. And so I think about three weeks later, which now is almost exactly 15 years ago to the day, yeah. I gave my life to Jesus.
0: Fantastic. Did you see any differences after that
1: in your life? Uh, One of the first differences I saw was that I had been smoking between 10 and 40 cigarettes a day since I'd been 15. Um, So I had eight years of smoking and trying to give up through that time. And within two months, I quit. And I haven't had another one since. I've had cravings quite regularly. (laughs) Um, But I think I also found a depth, uh, a peace, and a sense of purpose in life, which I had not had before. And then as time has gone on, i felt God working in my life in a very strong way in, in sort of drawing out areas of my life that I need to work on, particularly sort of emotional areas.
0: We'll come back to that one maybe. Just before we do that, though, you're obviously a brain box, uh, a lecturer of philosophy. Uh, how does sort of philosophy, science, the mind, how can you reconcile being a Christian who's got a brain on him and the fact that you follow Jesus?
1: I'm not sure I actually see there's that much of a conflict in order to require reconciliation. I mean, I'm, I'm, there are plenty of much cleverer people than me who are both scientists or philosophers and Christians. Um, and so, you know, there's no fundamental clash going on at that level.
0: Okay. Um, and then go back to the sort of heart question. You said, uh, you know, you felt God wanted to make changes in your life and particularly around the emotions. Couldn't you just talk about what it means for you to follow God on a more personal, on a heart level, and what that's like for you?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I, I think, as I say, as Steve's already indicated, and as I've said, I, I, I grew up, um, going. I went to a boarding school, which doesn't exactly encourage emotional development in young guys, and uh, most British guys here will appreciate that generally we're not taught to be very emotional as we're growing up. And I kind of felt in my early 30s that God was saying, come on, this is some area you need to work on, you need to do some stuff here. And so that was a a long, slow process, which I'm still very much in the middle of, working through that. Um, But I think I've also felt, um, since I've become a Christian, some very close and intimate moments with Jesus, both through prayer and through reading the Bible, just at difficult times when... I, I've opened the Bible. I've been going through daily readings or whatever, and somehow sentences or passages have just been so pertinent, mm. with almost sort of spine-tingling accuracy. It's mm. quite quite bizarre. So mm. yeah,
0: quite cool. Um, you've already hinted at this, but why is the tonight we look at the resurrection of Jesus? Why is that such a massive issue?
1: Ah <laughs> uh, well, it was everything, and it still is everything to me. I think you know, in, in one Corinthians 15, Paul talks about um, the fact that if Christ was not resurrected from the dead, then we're still in our sins, our faith is in vain, and we're to be pitied more than all people. And I wholeheartedly agree with that.